A missing loved one is one of the worst situations a family can go through. Not knowing if they are well or harmed at all keeps everyone up at night and the hope of finding them diminishes as hours pass. However, there are happy endings and sometimes even after years, they reappear. Here are the stories of five missing people found alive. Julian Hernandez, missing for 15 years. This particular case is very similar to a lot of the current kidnapping cases because this kid was kidnapped by his own father with no intention of harm. Julian Hernandez was just five years old living in Alabama when he was abducted by his father Bobby. Though the police and Julian's mother suspected Bobby, they were never able to track him down. Eventually, the trail went cold and leads were no longer coming in. 13 years later, a young student living under a different name in Cleveland, Ohio, decided to apply for college. That's when he found out that his social security number was not recognized. He began researching and digging in his past with the help of an online forum and a school counselor when he realized that he was actually on the missing children register. The FBI was immediately notified and Julian's father Bobby was arrested. Currently, Julian is trying to repair the time he has lost with his family. Katie Beers, missing for 17 days. Nine-year-old Katie Beers disappeared on the 28th of December, 1992, while a 43-year-old close family friend named John Esposito was supposedly treating her to a day out at the Spaceplex Indoor Amusement Park just two days before her 10th birthday. When first interviewed, John Esposito said that Katie was kidnapped by a third party while at the park, but security cameras explained otherwise. However, in reality, he lured her into a 6-foot-7-inch underground dungeon which he had constructed months earlier. In fact, Katie even played in the area while Esposito first excavated the site he held her captive in. During captivity, Katie left a voicemail on her grandmother's phone. She screamed, I've been kidnapped by a man with a knife. Oh my god, he is coming back. She was also kept with chains around her neck on a bed that seemed to have bloodstains on it as well. According to Katie, John Esposito would only visit her to bring her fast food and to sexually abuse her. Though John Esposito appeared on TV pretending to be distraught, pleading for Katie's safe return, the police were already suspicious of him and his criminal background of multiple molestations. The police eventually went on to track him 24 hours a day, leading them to the arrest. During interrogation, he confessed that he specifically built the underground bunker for Katie, and he eventually led the authorities to her. On January 13, 1993, Katie was found alive. John Esposito was sentenced to 15 years to life but was found dead in his cell in 2013. After being rescued, Katie was sent to foster parents due to the severe neglect from her family during and before the kidnapping. Elizabeth Smart, missing for nine months. On the evening of June 4, 2002, 14-year-old Elizabeth and her family attended an awards ceremony at Bryant Middle School. After returning home, her parents prepared all the kids for bed and locked all of the doors. In the early hours the next day, Brian David Mitchell broke into their home, forced himself into Elizabeth and her sister's bedroom, and abducted Elizabeth as her sister watched. Brian forced her into the forest to a camp where his wife was waiting. Brian thought of himself as a polygamist prophet and declared Elizabeth as his new wife. He continuously raped her, and during the time she was held captive, Elizabeth was raped multiple times per day and most days kept her tethered to a tree. Daily, he forced her to consume large volumes of alcohol, marijuana, and other illicit drugs. Additionally, they refused to feed her for days trying to convince her of their religious beliefs. 
Since Elizabeth's sister witnessed everything, she was able to provide the police of his description. After months, Elizabeth's sister suddenly realized that the kidnapper looked a lot like a handyman her father hired named Emmanuel. Therefore, in February 2003, America's Most Wanted released his photograph. Luckily enough, only a month later on March 12th, someone reported Mitchell walking with a child who was veiled, wearing a wig and sunglasses. The authorities arrested Mitchell as well as his wife. Eight years after the kidnapping, they were found guilty and was sentenced to two life sentences. Remarkably, Elizabeth managed to return to a normal life, riding horses, playing the harp, and resumed her studies at school. Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Georgina de Jesus, missing for 11 years. Michelle Knight, a 21-year-old, disappeared on August 23, 2002 after leaving a cousin's home. The day she disappeared, she was scheduled to appear in court for a child custody case. Therefore, not a lot of funding went into the search for her because the police felt that she had ran away due to the losing custody of her son. Amanda Berry disappeared the day before her 17th birthday on April 21, 2003. She was last heard from when she called her sister to tell her that she was getting a ride home from work. The FBI also thought that Amanda was a runaway and did not move quickly until someone called Amanda's mother saying that I have Amanda. Georgina de Jesus, or Gina, went missing at age 14 on April 2, 2004 at around 3 p.m. on her way home from her school. Apparently, Gina thought she was being dropped off from school because she was picked up by her friend's father, who turned out to be the kidnapper. Since no one witnessed the abduction, authorities did not issue an Amber Alert. During the time of captivity, the three women were kept in separate rooms and kept diaries. Within those diaries, they wrote of forceful sexual conduct, physical abuse, emotional abuse, life threats, and unsanitary living spaces. The women were also only fed one meal per day and were only allowed to shower twice a week at the most. Additionally, the suspect, Ariel Castro, impregnated Michelle more than five times and induced miscarriages with beatings so severe that she lost her hearing in one ear and eventually needed to undergo facial reconstructive surgery. Amanda Berry was also impregnated by Ariel Castro, but unlike Michelle, he wanted the baby. The child was brought up by the Castros as their own, calling Ariel daddy and his mother grandma. On May 6, 2013, Amanda made contact with neighbors leading to her escape with her six-year-old daughter and the rescue of the other two women. According to the reports, Castro left the house that day, but Amanda realized that he forgot to lock some of the doors in the home. She screamed for help the moment they saw neighbors through the screen, and the neighbors Angel Cardero and Charles Ramsey knocked down the door and let Amanda and her daughter out. Amanda then ran across the street into the neighbor's house to call 911. Take a listen to the audio. You need police, fire, or ambulance? I need police. Okay, and what's your address? Uh, Seymour Avenue. Okay, talk to the police when they get there. The police arrived and rescued Michelle and Gina. Castro was arrested on May 6, 2013 and was charged with four counts of kidnapping, three counts of rape, and on August 1, 2013, he was sentenced to life in prison plus a thousand years and was fined $100,000. Shasta Green, missing for two months. 
Shasta Green was only eight years old when her mother Brenda, her mother's fiance Mark, and her older brother Slade were murdered in her house on May 16, 2005. When Idaho police arrived, they discovered the bodies but realized soon that Shasta and her nine-year-old brother Dylan were both missing. Weeks passed without leads, so the news picked it up to share the pictures of the kids. Shortly after in July, customers at a nearby diner recognized Shasta from the picture and reported it immediately. The police arrested Joseph E. Duncan II, who was a known career criminal who happened to be on parole the time of the shootings. According to the reports, Duncan spent the duration of the two months moving the children from campsites where he continuously molested both of them. Eventually, he murdered Dylan but kept Shasta. Duncan was arrested and charged with the murder of Shasta's family and during this investigation, the police found that he was also responsible for the 1997 murder of a nine-year-old named Anthony Martinez and the 1996 murders of the sisters 11-year-old Sammy Jo White and 9-year-old Carmen Cubius. Duncan was sentenced to nine life sentences and three death sentences. He is currently on death row. Thanks everyone for watching. If you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button and make sure to subscribe to be notified of our latest videos.